Hello and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Raziel, and this is a show where I get to have conversations with people in the sports, business, intersection, industry. Very excited about it. And today I have Rob Bow. He is the Director of Sales at FitLife. Rob, how you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? It's a good day to be alive, man. It's a good day to be alive, <laughs> but aren't all of them. So yeah, Rob, very excited to get to talk about FitLight, what you do, uh, how you're selling. Maybe you can pitch us live on the air. I think that might be a little fun too. But I'd love uh, to. The first question I have for everybody on For the Love of Sports is, why do you love sports so much? Wow. that's a, Nobody ever asked me that. Um, I guess it brings people together. Um, uh, especially in times like this, I have to say, um, uh, all nationalities, all races, uh, men, women, um, they all get together and, uh, and, and be active. So it makes you healthy. It's, uh, uh, interesting and engaging to watch. And, um, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. I mean the, the, the community aspect of sports, right. It's always very interesting to me, yeah. right? Like you're, as I told you before we, we got on, I'm now a soccer fan, um, putting money on it, which I think makes, makes me a little bit more of a soccer fan, right. Cause I'm actually winning too. So that's always nice, but oh, then we should you know, talk outside the, uh... <laughs> don't worry. I get my information. from good <laughs> right, people, right, so right, right, It's right. not on me. I promise you that I get my information from good people, but it's just always very interesting to me, you know, to see that community aspect. And it's so weird you know, watching these games without fans, but hearing the crowd noise, I still feel like there are people there, which is kind of is nice, but it's always, I mean, you can walk into a bar, you can walk into a pub and, you know, if you see someone else in your Jersey, right. I've got my, got my Saquon Jersey on my Jersey on right now. I see someone else wearing that. It's an immediate conversation we could start, right? It's interesting that you say that. Uh, so I'm from the Netherlands. So my team is uh, right there uh, behind me and wherever I go and the minute I see one of the last 20 seasons of uh, Jersey, you feel a connection. And uh, in the Netherlands, we always say that if you know the other guy, if you never met him, but if you know he's a fan of your team, you know that you have a connection and you know that you'll uh, never uh, fool each other. Mm -hmm. uh, so also business-wise, it's interesting. The minute you meet people from the same team, you're like, okay, we're good. That's it. I love it. That's too fun. And for everybody just listening, who is uh, who is your team? Uh, Feyenoord Rotterdam okay. Soccer. Yep. Very nice. I love it, man. And yeah, very excited. Uh, I, I know, I think, actually, now that, yeah, there was a couple soccer teams, FC club, soccer football clubs, there we go, on the list that I was looking at before. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But as you said, you know, from the Netherlands, you're moving here stateside. I mean, what was it a move for the company? Was it a move for the industry? Was it a move to come to the United States? Like, what was the reasoning behind wanting to uh, accept a job over here? Move, I mean, Miami of all places, it could get worse, right? But, um, you know, taking, accepting that position and, uh, you know, moving your, your life, you know, Part of the way across the world. Um, I've always been somebody that um, just dives into the deep. Uh, whenever an opportunity uh, presents itself, uh, I'll take it um, if it's good for me. Um, I didn't have anything to leave behind other than friends and family, <laughs> and which I very much love. Uh, but I can still interact with them, obviously. Um, but I always wanted to move to a different, <clears throat> sorry, to a different city within the Netherlands. And then this came along and then I visited Miami for vacation. I don't like the winters back home. Yeah, I think that says it all. It's, yep. it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, Miami is a very growing city. I uh, completely changed my mind about Miami 
what uh, the perspective I had from it uh, uh, compared to now. I always thought it was just a party city. Turns out that's just Miami Beach. Uh, I live in the mainland, uh, Midtown, uh, which is a very quiet area. Uh, it's very, again, it's very growing. A lot of new opportunities uh, here um, uh, every week, every month. Um, and that's, it's nice to be a part of that. That is awesome. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've, I've personally never been to Miami. My girlfriend's been. She said she absolutely loved it. Um, the summers there get a little hot, but I'd rather sure. a couple months of really hot and then the rest of the year really, really comfortable than, I mean, up here in the Northeast, it's going to, it's already getting 90 degrees, which I'm cool with. That's fine. But in the winter, I don't like the 10s and the 15s, man. That's not for me. And it's not even the 90s. It's the, the humidity that, yeah. uh, that really gets to you in the summer. Uh, however, I'd rather sweat than uh, be cold. Um, that's it. Yeah. We're on the same same wavelength, Rob. I love that. I'd rather, much rather sweat. Being cold actually hurts, but that's that's something else. So with, you know, obviously, again, so you're, you're interested in moving to the United States. You're interested in moving, it sounds like. And this opportunity yeah. came about. What was it about this opportunity, though? Right? Like, I'm sure there was other positions that were in the Netherlands that you could have moved to a different city, right? Like, so what was it about specifically this position that really caught your attention and, and you know, again, brought you, brought you all the way over here? Right. Um, it, it's interesting. Um, my background is completely different from what I do right now. Um, I grew up working in uh, uh, financial services, the legal side of it. Uh, so a lot of collection agencies, which is different in, in the Netherlands than it is in the US. It's more uh, government control, more regulated. Um, and I ended up doing sales in the financial industry in Holland for about eight to nine years. And then um, obviously I've always been a fan of sports. I've always been a fan of technology. I'm a, I'm a gadget guy. Um, and then I uh, got familiar with a company in the Netherlands, in my hometown, Eindhoven, which was a distributor for Fitlight uh, uh, Corp at that time. So we started talking, this and that. So I got more familiar with the product. I'd never heard of it, even though it turned out it was already pretty big, in, uh, especially in Europe, especially in soccer, which, was, uh, uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, and then I saw that Fitlight Corporation, which is a Canadian company, was opening their U.S. office in Miami. They were looking for a director of sales, um, somebody that also could manage the distributors in Europe, speak a little bit of French, speak a little mm -hmm. bit of German. Obviously, I speak Dutch. Um, so that really was a good fit. Again, I went to Miami to, to see what the life here would be. And then I thought the worst thing that can happen is that it doesn't work out, that I have to go back. If I have to go back to the Netherlands, fine, I'll find a job. I'll still have my family and friends there. I'll, I'll get a place there. That's no issue. So the worst that could happen was that. And uh, that's over three years ago. I love it. Well, yeah. congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Like, I mean, so I worked in the financial industry for a minute. And as you said, it's a little different over in, in the Netherlands than it is here. But I'm much, much happier not in the financial industry. Uh, much, much happier doing what I'm doing now, which is an absolute blast. And so... With that, I guess, you know, it's it, it when you when you kind of lay it out like that, obviously, again, you need to speak a couple different languages, manage the distributors. You're already familiar with one of the distributors over there. That must have made life a heck of a lot easier when you're going to apply for that job or, or have those interviews, not having any, you know, sport and fitness background. Was that 
looked at as a detriment or was that looked at as a positive because you're able to look at something from, I guess, a completely different view than people that are almost just in it every single day and can only see it in one specific way? It's exactly that. Um, in the end, I need to sell. In the end, I need to manage people that will sell our product. Um, yes, it's good to have the uh, love for sports and it's good to know all the different sports team. But hey, even when I moved to the US, uh, I knew about hockey or, or we call it ice hockey because hockey in the Netherlands is field hockey. Mm-hmm. But and NFL, for example, I know American football, but I had to really learn the rules to to um, um, to, to to get the the, the game more. And now I love it. Um, but also for work, if you don't know what the sport is about, you can talk to anybody. But within a minute, they'll know that you have no idea what you're talking about. So that's uh, it. I learned a lot. Um, but because it's sports, it's easy to learn. I want to learn it. Um, and, and yeah, if it makes you watch a lot of extra games, then hey, if that's the worst. Then. If that, yeah, if that's the worst <laughs> thing you have to do is watch more sports, man, you have a pretty sweet job. So let's uh, talk about that a little bit. What, um, what exactly is FitLite? So FitLite is a react or we, we manufacture and sell a reaction training system um, based on LED lights, uh, RGB colors. Um, and a tablet. With the tablet, you program the lights. Each light has a programmable impact and proximity sensor. So when a light goes on, you need to deactivate it. And then the tablet gives you feedback on basically how fast you are, your average reaction time, total time, things like that. Um, with that, originally, it's designed to be a big sports team product. Now, we more so, so you already said it, uh, sell into healthcare. Um, a lot of physical therapy, a lot of optometry, uh, vision trainers for sports teams, um, universities, hospitals, you name it. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah, it's super interesting. I mean, you could see, you, you can make the connection to sports pretty quickly, right? Like you need to yeah. have fast reaction time. You need to have, yeah. uh, you know, you need to be able to do things quick. Uh, you know, as, as John Wooden would say, be quick, don't hurry. But at the same time, when you do bring up the the healthcare aspect, when you do bring up the physical therapy aspect, I mean, that makes sense too, right? It's fitness. It's making sure that your, your body is, is, is getting better and doing what it needs to do. I guess from the, let's, let's start at the physical um, therapy side. Cause I think that part of the conversation will be a little bit shorter. What exactly are you rehabbing when you're doing those? Like what, what exactly is happening with your brain, with your body that you need to be able to do, you know, and, and, and perform at a certain level? Uh, we don't really provide any training. What we okay. do is we enhance the training that you already have. Uh, I always give a very simple uh, example. Let's say you have a knee injury. And this is probably not an exercise that people do when they have a knee injury and ha- are in rehab. But let's say you have to lift your knee every day a couple of times to see if it gets better and if it doesn't hurt anymore. And now all of a sudden there's a light on the side and you pass your knee uh, um, and next to the light you get data from it. So now you see like, hey, I'm faster than yesterday. Let's do it again tomorrow because I want to be faster than I was today. Mm -hmm. That's why we say move, measure, and motivate. First you move, then you measure, you get the data from it, and it motivates you to do it again tomorrow. So whatever exercise, if you use cones, if you use a stopwatch, you can also use our lights and get the data from it. And uh, there's a whole dashboard behind uh, the product um, where you see stats, graphics, you can download reports. Basically, any uh, uh, um, 
specific data that you would like to get from the lights as possible. That is fantastic. And yeah, I never really thought about it like that. So you don't even actually have to touch the light. You just have no. to be able to go past it with a, a body part of some sort. See, so I was under yeah. the, under, for whatever reason, I thought you had to like touch it um, almost kind of like a Simon says, <laughs> but that is, that's really interesting. Well, you can um, both impact and proximity. Um, the lights are very durable. We have hockey players shooting pucks at them that durable. We, we drove right. a truck over it just to test it to see how far we could get it. Uh, we could go so far in my career at Fitline. I think only one NHL player broke a light. We put it in our museum, gave him a new one. Uh, but the proximity sensor is very important because if you have a light and if you touch it at that very moment, you're standing still. So that loses all your, your, your energy, your momentum, your speed. Oh, but if you have okay. a light where you can just wave in front of or run past or kick over, you keep your momentum, you keep that energy, and it'll make you faster. Because also if you have a light on the ground and you step on it, you're standing still, literally doing nothing. And mm -hmm. that will uh, take away, obviously, everything from the exercise that you're doing. Very interesting. And so what are some of the things, I guess we'll, we'll move over to the sports side of the discussion. What are some of the things that you are able to measure? Uh, let's an uh, easy uh, uh, example. Four lights on a wall in front of you. Um, left top, right top, left bottom, right bottom. Left bottom, left foot, right bottom, right foot, left hand, right hand. So whenever a light goes on, you have to deactivate it, whether it's touching or going past it. And then you can see, hey, I'm faster with my right hand on the right top than with my left hand. But now we're going to next level, different colors. So green means left hand, red means right hand. So it could be that it's on the left top. I have to reach with my right hand. So now you can see on that specific light, I'm faster than on that light. But with that com combined with that specific color, I'm slower. And then you can see like, okay, so if I have to reach, I'm having a hard time doing that. So now next time I'm going to focus more on that uh, specific movement if I want to. And then you can really see if you're having special quadrants where you're slower or faster and then focus on that the next time. Especially, let, let's say, give the example for soccer, uh, left foot, right foot. Uh, a lefty uh, is more likely to be slower with the, their right foot. And obviously, it's easier to train that. Mm -hmm. So really, so the product, what it does is it helps you understand where you can improve and then allows you to have the data behind it to see how much you are improving over time. Correct. That's correct. Nice. I think I got it. All right. Good stuff. That's what's really interesting. And so with that, I know you had, um, and I'm, I'm sure it did really well. There was a video that was sent to me. I think you sent it. Alex might have sent it. Shout out to Alex for putting us in contact. Great guy. I also yep. interviewed him a few episodes back. So if anyone out there is listening, Alex on 90, I can't remember exactly what episode he is, but he's awesome. So with that, there was an awesome video that you guys had. Uh, Steph Curry was involved with. When something like that went out, how, how big was that for you and, and the company? So it was before I joined Fitlights. Uh, uh, okay. However, um, um, it, it, it's... That's why they needed uh, you though, right? They had so much influx. Of, uh, <laughs> they, needed, they needed so many more. I love it, man. Well, originally it's a European product uh, uh, designed by a former Danish uh, uh, handball goalie who's still involved in the company. And uh, because he designed the original product, it was very famous in Europe. Um, 
and mainly in soccer. So all the big teams in the big leagues started using our system, but on the download, nobody wanted the rest to know that they were using it, even uh-huh. though Fidlight knew they were already using it. Anyways, and then at one point, Steph Curry uh, and his personal trainers picked it up and started using it. And then out of the blue, posted a video. Um, um, uh, I think it was Bleacher Report picked it up. ESPN picked it up. And then it went viral. Well, viral. Um, uh, within the sports industry, it went viral. And from that uh, a moment on, it, it was sky high. And more teams in the NBA started to pick it up more teams in MLB, NHL, uh, NFL, and, uh, and now also the MLS. So, yeah, that's uh, obviously that's great that uh, um, somebody like Steph Curry uh, sees the value of the product and um, especially in the prime of his uh, career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's one of the most well-known basketball players, if not, you know, athletes around the planet, I think, and it's very well-deserved, too. Dude's incredible. So I guess with that, like, let's use him as an example. You know, we talked about soccer a little bit, hockey. You can shoot pucks at it. For basketball, right? Like, so what exactly do you, have you seen basketball players try and measure with something like this? And, and, you know, again, you kind of gave the example of, you know, the lights, but what are some of the other things and how can this start to affect his shooting? How can this start to affect his dribbling, his handling by practicing something like this, understanding what he can get better at, and then training for it. I wouldn't necessarily say that it will improve his shooting, but it will improve his handling. So that's very interesting. The video that you're talking about is him just dribbling with, uh, I think it's four lights in front of him, two on each pole. Whenever a light goes on, he dribbles and he deactivates it with whatever hand is free at that moment. So what he's doing is he's dribbling, which is an exercise he probably does every day. Um, and now all of a sudden you're adding these elements that you have to do at the same time. So you're doing two, three, four things at the same time. At first, it's just a light. And then again, at then next level is going to be a color. So you have to do it with a specific hand. So you have to think first, then act, uh, think first, decide, and then act. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're doing all these things at the same time, which makes your brain able to process all the information that you're getting faster than your opponent because in a game you have your teammates you have your opponent you have the refs you have the crowd you have your coach shouting at you so all that information if you're able to process that faster than your opponent then you have that split second advantage and you have it's easier for you to play the game Mm -hmm. i love it yeah i mean it definitely it makes sense again it's a pretty um it's pretty straightforward how you've been able to help so many of these athletes. I think it's kind of funny. Some of those football clubs didn't want, didn't want anybody else to know that they were using it. But I mean, just, I wrote down, I think, yeah, men United uses it. So they're nice and upfront about it too. So there you go. There, there's a pretty solid team right there. And so I guess, so you bring up the, the brain aspect of it and looking on the website, uh, neurocognitive training is a mouthful, but it's also there. So I guess like what exactly, what exactly does that mean? And what are some other examples outside of that Steph Curry one that you've seen, you know, maybe in, in hockey or football or baseball where something like this really does start to help and really does start to improve that, that brain to, you know, hand or brain to foot connectivity. Um, I, and that's why it's also interesting to work here in the U S I think vision training is the fastest growing part of sports, uh, um, in, in the U S but maybe in the world, but especially in the U S um, 
So vision training, what exactly do you mean by that? So let's say uh, uh, baseball. If you're, the minute the pitcher throws a ball, you have less than a blink of an eye to the, to, to hit the ball, to decide what curve, if it's going to be a curveball or fastball. Um, so if your brain is able to process the information to, of the stitches of the ball, et cetera, faster than before, then you'll have, maybe that's a good example. Everybody knows that you have to be extremely fast. I don't think there's a, um, a part in sports in general where you have to be faster than that. Um, so if you're able to see and, and process the information faster that you see, mm -hmm. then uh, you'll be able to dis, uh, make that decision faster too. Um, so that is um, uh, baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, let's say um, NFL. If I get the ball and there's three guys running at me that want to tackle me, the, the difference between being able to throw the ball before somebody tackles me or not is, could be a concussion. Uh, um, and obviously, um, um, it's another down. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, let's maybe a good example is uh, UFC fighters. A lot of UFC fighters use our lights because the difference between doing this yeah. and doing this is literally losing the game and maybe even worse, having severe uh, uh, brain damage. So again, if you're able to process the information of your opponent doing this, see what kind of punch is coming, uh, um, focusing on his entire body, if you're able to process that faster, then um, uh, it gives you a huge, huge advantage. Mm -hmm. And so that's a lot of the professional ranks, right? Like, obviously, there's a lot of things going on there. It sounds like you have been studying up on football, so you're, you're, you're doing good there. I'm sorry you're down in Miami. The Dolphins aren't. Uh, they'll, they'll get better. We'll uh, see what happens. Maybe next year, maybe the year after, but we'll see what happens there. But in terms of, I guess, you know, director of sales, right? There's, there's a lot of professional sports teams out there, but there's way more youth sports teams out there. There's way more high schools and colleges that, that, you know, you, that can potentially use this product. So as the director of sales, what are some of the things that you're trying to do to leverage the relationships with all these athletes, with all these, um, you know, gigantic sports properties to then get kids to understand like, Hey, like maybe you're not going to be Steph Curry, but you can still become better and you can still potentially get the scholarship to that D3 school. Like, how are you trying to utilize those relationships to, again, you know, succeed at your job? Um, that's a very interesting question. Uh, the reason why is that you don't have to explain a kid that he needs to use the lights. First of all, when they see the lights, um, they they like it. It's fun. Yeah, it looks like fun. Yeah, exactly. It, it, and you're not going to pay money just for fun. However, it does add a fun aspect to the training because training is not always fun. It's not always fun. To, if you have a bad day and you're like, Oh, no, I have to do the same thing again, same exercise, same drills again. But now all of a sudden you have lights that you can deactivate and see that you're improving, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it's more so to educate the coaches. Um, and especially in soccer where, uh, I think in Europe, they're still very old fashioned. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of old fashioned coaches that um, just walk around with pen and paper and like, oh, you have to do this and you walk over there and then see that and pass. Blah, blah. Here in the US, it's way different. Everything, and that's maybe the, the most interesting part other than uh, 
it's all about business in the US in general, but sports is all about data. Um, we need the data to back it up that you're improving. And that's why it's, it's I wouldn't say an easy sell, um, but it's more so to transition the coach from being old fashioned to uh, the data driven, mm -hmm. technology driven uh, a training that you have to do. The professional sports teams are all about that. But the lower you get, the, um, uh, the less money that is involved, the less need there is to, uh, um, to have technology to, to help you. Um, so that is where um, the, the most interesting and the most challenging part comes. But that's, uh, that's only nice. The minute they see it, mm -hmm. they understand uh, that it's a good product. Yeah, I'm sure being able to actually check out and see what the product does, as you said, you're not going to spend money on just fun. But if you can then get all that information, get that data and be able to utilize it, that is where the, the money is made, right, for the coach, because the coach wants to keep his job, especially if we're talking about, you know, college level and above. In terms of, you know, we, we talked about baseball a little bit. I wouldn't mind going back there for a second. With that being said, I mean, with so much data in baseball, is that the easiest sport, for lack of a better term, to get this in front of and get people to understand, like being able to say, hey, like the, we're going to back up all of the information. You're going to see all of the data and and not only just see the data, but see where you're improving and understand how you can improve that number even more. I would say no. Really? Uh, yeah. And the reason why is that the 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 why you would need our lights for baseball is so much smaller than for example basketball you can uh, or football because in baseball it's not as important that you uh run a certain way or um you're very agile it's all about uh, vision. However, in basketball and in football, it's also about vision, but it's also about mm -hmm. being agile. It's also uh, about being fast uh, in terms of running. And our product is, is so versatile that obviously all the, the examples we just talked about, about vision training, you can still use the lights. I can tell you like run to a certain point as fast as possible, but if there's a light that will go off after that will deactivate itself after a certain time, you'll take it up a notch and, and, and push yourself to the limit. So uh, it, another example, maybe for football, um, a, a, the Y drill, that's a very common exercise that people do with our uh, lights. You run to a certain point and then, have to uh, turn and, and go to another point with, and now all of a sudden you get data from it uh, to see if you're able to uh, uh, um, reach that certain point. Sorry. No, no, no. That, that's really interesting. And I guess it does make sense. There's, it, it can be very useful in baseball, as you've said, with the vision training and needing to see, as you said, you know, the, the having to getting to see the pitch react, like figure out, you know, have your brain process what it thinks it is and might be right, might be wrong. And then being able to react to it, in you know that very very split second is the most important thing and probably as you said one of the fastest things that you have to do but in terms of all these other sports there's other uses and other possibilities for the light which makes more sense i guess in, in terms of um you know how how people can utilize the product moving forward which i think is great and so with um 
going back to rehab, I guess, you know, so we were talking about rehab almost like in terms of like normal people stuff. What about with some of these professional sports teams, you know, not going to a, a healthcare provider, going to a rehab facility, but going to the sports team and saying, hey, not only can you use it to improve your players on the field, you can actually use it to improve your players to get back on the field. How much has that been a... Um, increase in use and increase in, in, in sales from your side, understanding that now these teams have multiple uses for this product that can help in two very, very important ways. Uh, huge. Um, I would even say that there's teams that only use it inside really? return to play, uh, only use it inside when the outside conditions aren't ideal to train uh, on the field, for example. Um, and there's teams that use it on uh, both indoors and outdoors, and teams only use it outdoors. Uh, let's say you have a, a concussion. It's um, You have a couple of lights in front of you on a wall, and the lights will go on but it's for a split second. And you have to say, okay, what light was red, that light? Which light just – because each light has two rings of LED lights, so you can say, okay, which light just had the outer ring on? And you can make it as hard as you want, and it, it gives – uh, the, the coaches or the medical staff an idea on where somebody is within the process of. It will never replace the entire mm -hmm. uh, rehab uh, uh, training, but it will give you an, an, an indication on where somebody is within the process of. That's really interesting. And so yeah. what like does that, so again, it measures it, but then does that give somebody the opportunity to say, okay, we know where they are now I guess we can start pushing them a little bit further or we can start doing something else to help in that process? Uh, uh, true. In terms, We will never say that, oh, if, you, if this is your um, uh, reaction time, then you're good to go and, and well, to the next course, step yeah, or return to play because that's not about – yeah. that's not up to us. Yeah. Um, but it will help the doctors to determine if somebody is improving. Also with certain colors, red can be very evasive for, uh, for the eyes to see, um, certain LED intensity because you can set the, the lights very low or very high. Um, if I look at the lights at a high intensity, I'm fine with it, but somebody obviously that just had a concussion isn't. So those are all indicators to um, uh, help the doctors to determine if a player is ready to uh, return mm -hmm. to play. Very interesting, man. That is super, yeah. super cool. This is this is some good stuff. I don't even think we need you to to pitch us. I think you're doing a pretty damn good <laughs> job already. And so with um with the pandemic, you know, everybody's been stuck inside for the last three months, pretty much all over the world. Uh, four months, maybe now. Honestly, I have no idea what what day we're on, what month we're on. As we have soccer back, and I've as I said, became a pretty big soccer fan now. Uh, Saturday mornings, of course. But in terms of the pandemic, what have you seen with potential sales of this because i do think like if you can't go outside you still need to do training you know whether you're a professional athlete a youth uh you know a, a a youth athlete a college athlete what have you seen in terms of people adopting this product a little bit more now knowing that it you can do it in a small space and you know you still need to do something with your brain and with your body it's it's been a very interesting couple of months for FitLight. Uh, in the very beginning, let's let's say March, because I think for the U.S. COVID, uh, the beginning of COVID was uh, was March. Uh, everything completely shut down. Everybody uh, um, wasn't spending any penny because they were afraid of what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. But after about two weeks, things started to uh, uh, get back. 
And now it's been crazier than ever. Um, the reason why is that there's a lot of kids that all of a sudden cannot go into practice, but the parents still think it's the next LeBron, the next Steph, uh, the next mm-hmm. um, 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 uh, Robin Van Persie. Uh, so they do want their kid to be able to exercise. So what the parents now do is they get a system so the kid can train at home, maybe with a personal trainer. That's one side. The big sports teams, they have the issue that all the players probably live throughout the country. Some went back mm-hmm. to their families. Some went to their vacation homes. A lot of people here in, in Florida, obviously. A lot of people in, in California. So all the athletic trainers now have the issue that the, the players are spread out, but they want to keep them up to level um, because now, obviously, the NBA returning to play they can't have somebody uh, um, not exercising. Mm -hmm. So what we did is we came up with a solution that um, the big teams could order lots of smaller systems. So each player would have a smaller system at home. The athletic trainer would sit at home like we are doing now, Mm -hmm. actually programming exercises, doing it himself, and then sending it to the players, the players recording, whether it's live or not, because with the time differences, again, it's a big issue. So the players would do it at home, send either the data or a video to the athletic trainer to see um, um, if they're actually exercising. The same with uh, vision trainers, with optometrists, um, they would do the same for their practices. Now everything all of a sudden is closed, but they do have their clients, they would do the same, send them smaller systems so they could uh, uh, interact with them the way we're doing right now. So it was interesting to see, um, but it uh, it worked out uh, in a good way. And um, that's one part. The other part is if now with everything reopening again, mm-hmm. there's personal trainers that have multiple people coming in uh, a day. If I would be a client, I don't want to touch the lights because I don't know who before uh, yep. me came and, and, and was exercising. That's also a good uh, um, a feature of our product that exactly that proximity yep. sensor. Um, so yeah, that really worked out. And um, um, again, things are um, really, really, really busy for us at this moment. So that's good. Awesome. Good for yeah. you guys then. And don't worry, I won't take up too much more of your time. I'm sure you got oh, no. to get on today. But no, I just think it's such an interesting product and in how you've been able to, you know, again, your career path and, you know, kind of how you've gotten to here, I think is very interesting. And now being able to work in the sports and the fitness space, something, as you said, you've loved your entire life. Now you really get to put your your, your heart and your soul into it um, a little bit more, hopefully, than that collect, you know, those collection agencies back in, back in the Netherlands. And I guess, so with you know, just some of the teams that you guys have been able to work with. I have, and I didn't even write them all down. The Yankees, the Warriors, as we said before, Man United, the Maple Leafs, the University of Michigan, the Raptors. You're even working with the Air Force, the United States Air Force, and the Navy. How do these conversations start? Is this more of, again, as you were saying before, other people see it and say, hey, we have to try that out? Uh, how much of it is you reaching out and saying, hey, this is this is what we can do. We can do X, Y, and Z. Like, what, what are some of those conversations like, especially initially? Um, so our motto is see the light, hashtag see the light, right. because the minute you see it, you, you, you see the value of it. So what we do is we go to a, and obviously things changed when COVID ca- uh, came, 
But we went to a lot of trade shows uh, specifically for certain sports, uh, certain industries, um, and especially in the vision training industry, um, we're uh, pretty big. We sponsor a lot of events. And later this month, we're doing a return to play for vision training uh, and uh, a webinar, sorry, mm -hmm. where one of the, the vision trainer of the Florida Panthers is talking on our behalf uh, and how he sees the new normal, as mm -hmm. you would say, yeah. uh, for vision training. Um, and so what we now try to do is we uh, um, try to leverage as much as possible from our existing clients to see where their network is is at and to, to see how we can build from there. That is awesome. And if you have that link or anything and you'd like me to share it with this episode, you know, send it over, man. I'd love to get that. I will. That's I will. I will. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. Please. That's why you're here, man. <laughs> That's why you're here. We want to get you out there. I think the product is really interesting. And, and again, you know, I'm a very big Mets fan, but if you're working with the Yankees, you're clearly doing something right. So continue to do it. I think <laughs> it's fantastic. And so I guess one of the last um, questions I'll have for you outside of outside of the future. So we'll get there in a second. What with what can like how can this product be um, utilized by like, you know, a normal person using air quotes like someone like me? Right. Like I'm not an athlete don't plan on being an athlete. You know, I go on a run every once in a while. I try and eat, you know, relatively healthy. I think it's easier than most people make it out to be. But like, what is something like this can do? Where's the value for me uh, as just, you know, the guy that, you know, likes to talk about sports, sit on his couch, maybe go outside and enjoy a beer every once in a while. Um, I'm, I'm like you. I, li I like all of that. Um, hey, maybe I'll come I, down to Miami and uh, hang out. Oh, you, you should. You should. Um, and, and then maybe we'll go play tennis because I, I play tennis, but just on a very, uh, uh, just so I'm outdoors and at least I'm doing something other than drinking a beer. Uh, but before I go on court, I use our lights for 10 minutes and it makes me able to uh, focus better. It makes my depth perception is better. When a ball comes, I can, it, I'm more able to um, determine if I have mm. to uh, run uh, to, towards the net or not. It makes me feel more at ease. Mm -hmm. That's one part. Uh, if you're doing a simple exercise at home, uh, planking, uh, everybody hates planking, even though it's a good exercise. But if there's two lights in front of you and a light goes on, you're just focusing on the lights and you're not even realizing that you're actually exercising. So it really does add fun to home, exercise, uh, home mm -hmm. training. Um, um, yeah, that's it. I love it. Yeah, I actually do a plank every single day. Um, and I have wow. the last like 450 days, I think. Not, not, wow. crazy, not a crazy amount, not a very, very long time of planking, but better than nothing, right? I got about so 450 that, more minutes than most people. But then it's interesting. If you have two lights in front of you, but also two lights on the side, if the lights on the side go on, you have to deactivate it with your knee. Ah, ah that now it's getting harder. So you can yeah. really get create your own creativity is really the limit to uh, uh, to our product. I love it. That's good stuff, man. And I guess so. What's what's the future? What's the future hold? Right? Like, I mean, the the product is really interesting, but it's in the technology space, which means we're always looking to improve. We're always looking to do new things and better. Like, I don't know if you can tell us or or what you can tell us, but what are some of the things that you guys are looking to do and accomplish in the future, um, specifically from the, the the product side and improving upon that? Um, and the lights will 
probably uh, um, more or less stay the same uh, hardware wise mm -hmm. uh, because the the most durable lights out there uh, software wise we keep developing our product we just launched a big software update uh, that's mainly focusing on neurocognitive uh, training mm -hmm. with all these different exercises to train your brain also fun exercise to do for kids that they don't even realize that they're uh, uh, training their uh, brain um, so it will really be the so on the software side where the future uh, uh, is um, and eventually a big fitness setup is something that um, uh, will come for uh, uh, um, within our company in terms of group fitness. Uh, it's more so now an individual product where you can train still up to four people and still get individual data. Um, but something that we want to chase is also a setup that, let's say, mm -hmm. 20 or 50 people can do it at the same time. Obviously not now with COVID, but uh, for the next couple of years, that is definitely on our wish list. I love it. Good stuff, Rob. I think we covered most of it, right? I think that was pretty yep. good. Yeah, I loved it. Appreciate it. So we had Rob Bao, Director of Sales at Fitlight. Um, Rob is going to give me some links for those webinars. And if people want to join that, I think that would be cool. Checking out what the Florida Panthers are doing. I think that hockey's coming back too pretty soon, which I'm very <laughs> excited about. So appreciate your time today, Rob. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Michael, for having me. Yes.